What's going on? What's going on? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Welcome to another episode of the Short Men Only Podcast. And for those listening to this on YouTube, you're like, why does he have a chef hat? I'm glad you asked. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. But in the meantime, I just want to say, man, I am happy to be here as usual. It's another, it's a beautiful day here in uh, sunny South Carolina. And, you know, I always feel good when the sun is out and, you know, birds are chirping. It's just, man, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience just being outside in those elements. And, um, yeah, and today, oddly enough, I didn't come in listening to a song that got me all hyped and hyped up for today's episode. I was already ready, baby. I was just thinking about just the podcast in general, what I want to talk about today. And uh, it is a simple phrase. My, my brother made me a sign a few years back. And I, I decided to dust it off the shelf and, and pull it out. And that's why I got my chef hat on. And it's the sign says, chefs create, cooks imitate. Yeah, chefs create and cooks imitate. That's what the sign says. So this is a wooden sign that I keep on my, uh, on my bookshelf to remind me of that. And what does that mean, you might say? Uh, we're gonna get into what that exactly means in my in my opinion. But uh it is catchy. Chefs create, cooks imitate, hey chefs create, cooks imitate, hey chefs create. Alright, alright, alright. But you know, don't don't trip if one day that becomes, you know, a song and anthem that you know we started here on the short men only podcast. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 be surprised. Anyway, we're I, the reason why and we're going to title this, are you a chef or are you a cook? Now, your first question, which is the same question I might have asked myself when I first heard of this concept, um, would be, what is the difference between the two? Okay, let's talk about that. So let's talk about the chef. What does a chef do? The chef has an idea. He's like, hey, you know what? I would like to taste something that is sweet and savory, but also has a a uh, tint of spice to it. Okay. So then the chef looks at the available ingredients, and then he starts to go to work on putting together, you know, this thing that he can't quite see yet, but he's conceptualized it. He's 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 ha- he has a picture of what it. He knows what it should taste like, and he knows you know what he's going for, but he doesn't know quite yet what it what it looks like on a plate. He doesn't know exactly the right proportions of the different things that he needs. He doesn't know yet, but he said you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get in this kitchen. I'm going to play around with these different things and I'm going to see what I can come up with. And one of the things that the chef does along the way is he starts to, as the meal starts to cook, he's testing it. He's, he's tasting it. He's making sure to see if all the 
the flavors that he, he has align with the vision that he was seeking. And so he's tasting it. And he's like, ah, you know, this may be a little off. So then he he's going to go back and he's going to add in some different flavors or different things to get it right to the to the, the, the thought that was in his mind, that this taste that he wanted in his mind. So once he's done playing around with it, he gets the dish done and he's like, that is it. That is it. And what he did in this moment was he created a reality, a dish that did not exist from a thought in his head. And now, with that same thought, the thought that he created, that he turned into a dish, well, he now has options. So he took an idea that was in his mind, and that idea gave him options. Like, what are the options? Well, the options are he could uh, put that recipe in a cookbook. He could uh, bring that recipe to family gatherings and just blow everybody away with it. He could cook that recipe for his family as a, a way of just showing his appreciation to them. Or he could open up a restaurant and that could be the secret recipe that sets his restaurant apart from, you know, the 50 million other restaurants. It almost reminds me of the story of our good old friend, uh, Mr. Mr. the KFC guy. He he was 65 when he first started. Um, when he the first, I think he was 65 when he went out to try to sell his chicken recipe to a restaurant. So he took he had an idea, he created something, and then he took it and built it into a whole chain of KFCs, right? So that was, that's what a, that's what we do. Now, how does this relate to us, you might say? How are, how does how would that make us? Actually, before we go there, let's define a cook. What would a cook do? I'm, you know, I've been a cook, so I can tell you exactly what a cook would do. Hey, you know what? I want to have this. Um, this is what I got at home. I'm going to Google, what can I make with this? All right, so then Google's going to pop up some options for me of things that I can make. So I'm going to, like, choose one. This actually happened the other day. I was like, I got some black beans, I got some corn, and I got some lemon juice, and I have some rice. And then, of course, I have a bunch of seasoning. So I Googled, like, what can I make with these four ingredients? And... I made uh, I made for my wife um, uh, brown. I mean the the black beans, rice with a hint of lime, and I actually had some cilantro, and I seasoned it right. And she was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And I was like, "Yeah, it is." And it was just I I told her, "Hey, I went on Google and I found it, and so I made it." And she's like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." But when I when I did this, when I'm doing this, there was no there was no real 
worry involved. There was no, there was no feeling like I'm creating something. I was literally just following directions that somebody had set before me. So it didn't re, it didn't require my creativity. It didn't require my originality. It didn't require me to do anything but follow the directions that were set aside on this on this um, for this ingredients. That's all I had to do was follow the directions. And when I follow the directions, then I couldn't miss because I, I followed it to the T, doing it exactly how it was how it was supposed to be done. So yes, when I got done, it still is satisfying to say. Yes, I got this meal and this is, here it is, this is done. My wife enjoyed it. That's great. But I didn't use anything inside of me to come up with it, right? It's like, it's the experience. Now, the experience we just talked about, if you're the chef or the cook, which one sounds more exciting to say, hey, I created this from scratch and you're, you're, you're eating it. Or to say, yes, I found this online and yeah, I added a little bit more extra salt and pepper just to make sure, you know, it got the kick it's supposed to have. But other than that, you know, that's all I did. I think the creating sounds more better than just cooking something that was already set before you. Now, there are there's a time and a place for everything, right? So sometimes you might be better off cooking, you know, following a set of directions and then figuring out how to adapt it, right? But there's so much. We're going to relate this to life now. I want you to think about life. Are you creating the life you want? Or are you living on a life somebody else set before you? Or a life that somebody else, a path that somebody else told you you should follow? Like, are you living... A life that your mama said, hey, I want you to go to school and do this. Even though that's something you have no interest in, but you went to school and you're doing that. Are you still living your life based on something somebody said to you five, ten years ago, but it's still affecting you and how you view yourself? Are you still living a life based on uh, just your own limiting beliefs about yourself? Are you still just living a life based on Everything else you see online or everything else somebody else says is the right thing for you to be chasing for your life. Are you still just living a life where you feel like every day is Groundhog's Day? You get up, you do the same thing. You've, you've cooked up a plan that you're, you're, con- you're committed to consistently, but it's not getting you where or... It's not getting you where you want, but it's not getting you what you want. Are you committed to being that cook or are you the chef who decides this is what I want for my life? He sits down, the chef sits down and asks himself a question. What do I want? And then once the chef decides what he wants, he doesn't waste his time trying to justify his want to anyone else. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else because it's not anyone else who wants it. It's the chef. The chef is the one that wants it. So the chef then gives himself permission with this thought in his mind 
to go out there and start doing the things that he needs to do to create the want, to create the, the results that he, he knows he wants. So yes, he goes out there, he starts trying, and what he realizes is there, you know, okay, this this may be a little off. So what the chef then does is he, he recalibrates. He says, okay, yeah, to get the picture I saw in my head, okay, I'm going to have to make an adjustment here. And he starts making those adjustments, right? Because he has the ideal, he knows what he wants. He has that in his mind. And he has decided that he's not going to follow the path of someone else. He's going to figure out how to uniquely do it for himself. Why? Because he realizes that we are all unique. There are no two people on this earth the exact same. So he's creating the life he wants based on his own uniqueness and what he has determined that he needs and wants for his life. So I'm asking you, Shortman, are you willing to buck the crowd and create what you want? Or will you stay comfortable just copying what everybody else wants, trying to keep up with everybody else, trying to be like everybody else, trying to get the approval of everybody else, and just cooking up an existence that doesn't serve you for the rest of your life? I'm asking you. Now, me, I'm going to be honest. I've had a lot more cook moments than I have chef moments. But I have decided that I am a chef. I want to be a chef. I am only going to be a chef. Because I, I look at my life and I can see what I have gotten being just a cook. I see it. It's plain as day. It's everywhere. It's around me. But I can also look at my life and see the times, the moments that I stepped up and allowed myself to create the life, the existence, the experience that I wanted. And I noticed the difference. I noticed how I felt. I noticed how much energy, how much focus, how much creativity flowed from those experiences. And I think one of the experiences that comes to mind is I had an idea for a, I called it a party in the park. And it's where I got all my family together. And every summer we would have this party in the park. And it was just an idea in my head. But then to see it come to fruition, to see, and I, a part of the experience was to come up with games, have prizes that people could win, and really have a DJ, have all of these things, right? These ex creating this experience, this memory. This I remember one year we had a uh, a a watermelon eating contest, and uh. Don't be racist because not all black people like watermelon. I just, you know, we just had a few that did. <laughs> but uh, so we had this watermelon eating contest and these kids are out there just killing this watermelon. And then one person, I think one of my sons, um, he's in the contest. I think he wins the contest. 
But then right after, he's sitting over there like throwing up all the watermelon. It was it was pretty crazy. But it was just the fact that I took this idea. I was able to get other people to take part in an idea that was only in my head. And I was able to create an experience that people remembered for years upon years. Why? Because I decided to be the chef, the architect of the experience I wanted to experience. Instead of allowing myself to say, uh, you know, I'll just wait for somebody else to throw this and then I'll just attend. No, I went out my way to create the experience, to create the memory. Because that is what chefs do. They create. And we, when we think about creation, you know, whether you believe in the Bible or not, it's not important to me. But what I do want you to understand is the heavens, the earths, and everything, all of that was created before man. Why? Because God wanted to show us that he was creative. And if we're going to be like him, then we are creative. So why wouldn't we create the life, the existence, the being that we want when we're already shown from example that we are creators? So I want to encourage you. I don't, I don't like I don't like having these podcasts and not encourage you and give you something practical. So one of the things that this week I want you to do is ask yourself, what do you want? And don't be afraid of the answer. Write it down. Because at the end of the day, it's what you really want. And I know why you may not want to do this exercise, because you feel guilty about wanting something that you want. I'm going to assume that you're a great person and that you do not want something that is going to harm yourself or harm other people. So that's what I'm going to assume. So since I'm assuming that, then you writing on this paper something you want, I'm sure it will be something that is going to make you a better person. And the reason why we, we don't like doing, one of the reasons why we don't like doing this is because we think we don't deserve it. You don't deserve, you think you don't deserve what you want because somebody somewhere along the way told you that you're not worthy of it or because you're short, you don't deserve this or you don't deserve that. I'm telling you to decide what you want, commit to getting what you want through the process, going through the process. You're going to have to make adjustments as you go along and you're going to have to, you know, Adjust your sauces, adjust your, your seasonings, just adjust these things as you go along, just like a chef would in the kitchen. You're going to, uh, even at times, you may need people to taste, you know, you may need uh, feedback on the direction you're going. To know that, you know, just to make sure you're still aligning on the right path that you want to go. But it is your job to create in your mind. Be able to answer the question, what do I want and what will I aim at? Now that you know what you want, what are you going to aim at? How are you going to aim at getting that? 
You don't have to justify the why. You just have to know what you want. And this 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 piece of this I learned from this book, um, 10x is better than 10, 2x with Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and he and um, oh, and there's another Dan Kennedy. It's an amazing book, and that is one of the fundamental questions it asks. It asks. It talks about that we need to ask ourselves: What do you want? Because honestly, your life is not going to get better. You're not going to be able to create the existence you want until you can decide and be honest with yourself. It's such a vulnerable space to be in, to be able to say to yourself, what do I want? And be honest about the fact that you're wanting it and then feel like, yes, I want this. I do deserve this. I can have this. Once you once you are there in that space, that heart space, that that just that feeling of, of accepting that it is okay to want what you want, then you can go out and start creating it. And you'll see how your life will change. I wanted this podcast. I want this podcast to be a top 1% podcast. Now, my job is to lean in on more of the things that help me get there and cut out the things along this journey that is not going to help me get there. It is a process, baby. And I'm only talking to you guys about stuff that I am on the journey of doing myself. I'm not trying to ever talk to you like I am better than you. But I'm talking to you like I'm. this is where I'm at on this journey. And I need you to figure out for you what you want so you can get on your journey. Because we are better together. We can go together. This hasn't, it's not a zero-sum game. There's a there's a there's enough for all of us. So we have to be able to say what we want, aim at it, and then find people who are aiming at the things that they want and try to collab with them in a way that helps everybody get what they want. Okay? Alright, so remember, cooks. I mean, chefs create, cooks imitate, hey, chefs create, and cooks imitate, hey, chefs create, and cooks imitate. Remember, are you a chef or are you a cook? All right, this has been, the uh, this episode is a wrap. July Wilson with the Short Man Only Podcast.